1: Welcome to the Podglomerate. For
0: everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school,
1: or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Rap. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Sex Rap. Today you're here with Spring and Andrew answering your questions about sex, about romance, about relationships, about sexual health, about STDs about how to have the strongest best or we'll really answer any question that you have and we love interacting with you you can totally check out our social media where the sex wrap that's wrap with a w uh on instagram that's where we spend the most time but you can also send us emails with the sex wrap at gmail.com you can call us at 413 irapit it's december how are you spring
0: I'm great. I'm great. I'm recording at home today. I've been recording in the office a lot lately, and I forgot how much my cat likes to be a part of our session.
1: <laughs> He's adorable. He just has some questions you've never answered, like, why did you cut them off, mom? Or, uh, why am I alone? Anyway, uh, I cat. Yay. Uh, so Spring has a cat named Cat, and I have a cat named Stray Cat. It's pretty funny. <laughs>
0: we are made to be
1: (laughs) we are Um, but today uh we're talking about crying um we have a question that came in like why do i cry after sex um and surprisingly or not so surprisingly crying after sex is really really common and spring and i are just gonna chat about some of the reasons why and some of the things that you can do if you want to um so i mean i have a little story i always have a little story but my story today is not actually about <laughs> la- or crying but it's about laughing after sex um my partner uh you know we've been together a couple years and then some more years uh but <laughs> early on in the relationship sometimes there would be intense laughter at the end of sex and i was like i don't think that that was funny why what is going on why like but but it's like full body laughs um And my partner said, "Like, hey, the sex was great, and everything was great, and I feel great, and it was sort of just this pent up release of like, chortling, chuckling, laughter, body, belly shaking laughs at the end." Um, I wasn't prepared for it at first, though. So when I saw this question come in, I wanted to answer it because sometimes when something like that happens in and around sex, it can be really like harmful to the other partner, or you don't know why it's happening to yourself. Uh, I don't know if you have have any crying or laughing. uh, stories spring, but a uh, oh. partner, I know you're listening. So uh, that, that story's for you.
0: <laughs> I mean, I cry and laugh at all times, um, no matter what I'm doing. Both of these things are very, very common for me. So, you know, I, I'm very emotional and I show my emotions and feel my emotions easily. And um, so, yeah, I, I cry during and after sex. I laugh during and after sex. I mean, I'm, you know, very, uh, feeling. (laughs) So these are, these are not things I am unfamiliar with here. (laughs) Um, and yeah, I, I think it is really important to talk about this question because, um, I think a lot of people experience this, um, and then, might feel uncomfortable about it. Sometimes they're made to feel weird. So sometimes, like if you cry or laugh or you know make any noises that are unexpected, you know, even like growling, like anything can like come out during or after sex. And when these noises come out and they're unexpected or they're unknown by um, a partner, if it's a new partner or if they haven't experienced these before, it can really upset them. People get um, very insecure, right? They're like, oh no, what's happening? Why are these noises or why are these emotions showing up? And so, yeah, I think it's really important to talk about it, to normalize it, and also to um, talk about how to communicate about it with your partners.
1: And that communication is important because often we learn about sex from horrible sex ed classes in school, if you're lucky, or you learn about it from pornography. And people don't talk about you know, having a really good orgasm and then your whole body starts like laughing or crying like that's not part of our learning process, um, but it is really common and it is really normal. And most of the time, if you're in a pretty healthy relationship or a decent relationship, and you talk about it a little bit, it ends up being kind of an affirming part of the intimacy that you share with somebody else. Um, now. Like to answer the question, like there's a couple different reasons why someone might cry during sex. And I think we should start by talking about the more positive side of things. Um so uh Sex, if you're having it with another person, is often an overwhelming experience, not necessarily overwhelmingly negative, but your emotions are all over the place. Your brain might shut down and you might not be thinking about anything for a little place. Your body is having tons of feelings and emotions and there's throbbing and thrumming and like pleasure and waves of pleasure and your whole body tenses up Um, and all of that happening in your body sort of can sort of cross wires In your brain so like you're feeling all this pleasure but everything is overwhelmed inside of your body uh and at the end one of the ways that we know uh humans relieve some pressure or tension is having a good cry right like sometimes it's when you see something sad sometimes it's after a rough day and sometimes it's when your body is completely overloaded with sensations and here comes some tears right you're not sad about what just happened you're probably pretty thrilled about what happened but you might be ashamed of what's happening. And I think that's like sort of the problem area that Spring and I are going to touch on for the, the positive side. Um, but, you know, if we look at humans overall, men, women, non-binary, everyone else in between, um, you can cry anytime there's something sort of pent up or built up in you, and then it's suddenly released right? So that, that crying is a way that your body expresses the release of emotion. And we typically associate crying with negative emotions and sadness and fear and anger. Um, but if we really think about it, many people have tears of joy and tears of happiness. If you've ever been to weddings, people typically aren't sad. I mean, if they are sad, something else <laughs> should go on at that wedding. But tons and tons of people are sobbing with joy At weddings. So a nice way for you to think about those tears that you may have, the crying that you might have around sex, is it's sort of like that wedding where there's this overwhelming emotional positivity going on, and tears are a way for your body. Crying is a way for your body to sort of let some of that go, to let some of that tension out, um, and also to share that tension with the people around you, right? Because that crying at things like weddings or crying after sex is a way that you're communicating, like, there's a lot going on inside of me, Now you can be a part of what's going on inside of me. And then hopefully, you know, have some nice, calm, intimate conversation on the other side.
0: So this is the most common kind of explanation for what's happening, right? It's usually just some type of release that's happening after engaging in sexual activities. But... We also know that it can be a sign of something else going on, right? So sometimes the crying is just a release and. If you don't know what's happening and if you're just like, why am I crying? That's probably what it is, right? (laughs) That's It's just the release. But sometimes you might be having some strong emotions that are actually kind of driving those tears, right? And that's what we want to talk a little bit more about today. So when you have some big emotions come up... Because of sex, sex like triggers these emotions, then you can have this crying happen. And that's what we want to like dive into a little bit more. Like what are some of these big, strong emotions that could be causing those tears? And then like, how can we process those a little bit more? So what would be an example of like a big emotion that someone might experience triggered by sex that could cause them to cry?
1: I mean, the place where I start with this most of the time is over women's lives. And, and, and women are the people who ask this question most frequently. Um, they're taught to be ashamed of sex. They're taught to be ashamed of their body. They're taught like the whole... We have episodes about like number count and all of those sort of things. Women are, are trained their whole life that, you know, sex is not something that's supposed to feel great and be enjoyable. And they have a lot of shame and a lot of guilt surrounding it. And sometimes those are negative emotions that can lead to somebody crying after sex because you know you had an experience you probably had an orgasm you, you had fun with it but then you know instead of it being like a nice holiday package with a sparkly bow and ribbons that you unpack and everything's all like fluffy and soft and nice you have some really jagged edges and there's some paper cuts that happen on the other side of sex and those paper cuts those emotional paper cuts of shame and guilt really can wear you down and they can cause tears um, And it's that negative set of emotions that really needs some additional work, right? So if you're crying after sex and it's all those positive feelings and emotions, there's not really any work that you have to do. You can talk, you should talk to your partners about it and let it know like, no, it was good. And that's why there were tears. And then just tell them, like I said, like, it's like a wedding where people are crying in joy. Um, But the shame and guilt responses, um, that's where we really need to start doing some of that reflective work. Talking to our friends, talking to our partner, and understanding that, that shame and guilt aren't from the act of sex itself, but the world around us has told us that sex is negative, and then it sort of comes out during that process. And I think shame and guilt are probably the lightest of the dark emotions that cause uh, tears <laughs> or crying during sex, um, but we do need to take a short break. When we get back, we're going to keep talking about why you might cry after sex. Welcome back to the show. Today we are talking about your tears, or my tears, or potentially springs, probably more likely springs tears than my tears, because she's good at crying. Um, Crying's a skill. You should be good at it, right? Um, But why do people cry after sex? And I was just talking about um, how women are socialized into feeling shame and guilt about sex. Um, There's a bunch of research that shows, like if you ask young women um, the emotions they feel after the first time they have sex, their top two are shame and guilt. For men, it's anxiety and pleasure but there's a lot of negative emotions skirting the edges. Um, So what do we do when we have some of those emotions spring?
0: Well, I think, you know, the first thing to do is kind of see if you can identify what you feel like is triggering the tears, because sometimes it is like, you know, this like generalized um, negativity that you've been conditioned to that could be triggering that. But When you sit with it and you kind of like start to reflect, sometimes you might be able to pick something out that like has really, um, like caused that. Right. So you might be able to say like, Oh yeah, it was that, um, maybe like, during the sexual activity, um, there was some light spanking, or maybe there was like someone, um, calling you a dirty name or something, and you might've even enjoyed it during the activity. Mm -hmm. And then, um, sometimes like that could be the trigger, right. That could be like, oh no, I shouldn't have enjoyed that. Or I shouldn't have liked the way that we were playing there, um, during the sex. And so sometimes you can like actually identify things that happened during that interaction with your partner that might've triggered that. And then you can start to dive into that a little bit more. I think like sometimes it is, yeah, oh, I'm just not supposed to enjoy this. It could be just like a very general, but sometimes it could be very specific things. And, um, and then you might want to either, talk about it with your partner, talk about it with friends or a therapist. Or you might want to say, like, actually, that's a boundary. Like, actually, you know, maybe I don't want you to say that word to me while we're having sex. Maybe that is something that, you know, if it's triggering this emotion, um, yeah, I can process it and work with it. But I might also just say that's not good for me.
1: Absolutely. Um, And having those conversations around sex and tears can hopefully be something that builds intimacy with your partner. Like you should be having fun and you should be exploring. And if you don't like something, that's also okay. And setting up those boundaries make your sex better at the end of the day. Um, There are a lot of other things that can cause crying during sex, right? Those negative emotions. You can have a bad day at work. And it can lead to crying after sex, right like just your negative emotions are set but I also think it's important to say that people who have experienced past sexual trauma um, who are you know working on it coping strategies are being applied um very frequently past sexual trauma when people are engaging in sex you know they really like somebody and they want to have sex with them and they want to be close to them and they try really hard the act of sex itself because it is very vulnerable right sex is vulnerable and potentially emotionally overwhelming can really bring back a lot of the negative emotions and negative experiences that people might have had in the past um and in those cases right there there is a lot of uh work and most of the time that's not self-reflective work we would recommend you talk to somebody like our amazing friend, Cindy Darnell, who can help you figure Mm -hmm. out what's going on, really get into some of those experiences, um, or work through some of those experiences, and hopefully have a more positive outcome.
0: And, you know, when you have um, prior traumas, trauma, (laughs) um, and prior, you know, abuse, prior things that um, have really impacted you that are related to sexuality in any way, um, they can definitely come up. They can definitely be triggered, you know, even in like a very loving, very caring um, sexual experience with a partner. And so um, I would say that's one of those times where, yeah, we definitely want a therapist involved to help process those and help move those and shift those experiences for you. But also, communicating with your partner about what's happening for you, you know, and telling them um, will, like Andrew said, create intimacy, but also it starts to give you a little bit more room to heal, right? So if you kind of push your partner away from that and tell them like, oh, I'm dealing with something, you know, um, it actually... Doesn't kind of create a container for you that allows you to like keep moving forward and keep healing. So I think like, yes, we want therapists involved and we definitely want this like communication with partners. If you trust somebody enough to be physically naked with them, then I hope that you can trust them enough to be emotionally a little more bare with them as well. Right. And start to say like, and you, and sometimes you might want to, might not want to go into the depths and the details of all of your trauma and that's okay, but you can tell them, you know, I've experienced some, there's another way that I like to say this. Um, I'm going to say deep trauma, but this is the way that, um, some of my friends and I say this to also make it a little bit lighter. Have you experienced some deep trauma that that you just need to like communicate a little bit about? Right. And say like, um, you know, I experienced some sexual assaults and, um, they're like coming up for me here and it's nothing about what we did or what we engaged with, but that got triggered. And I'm really, um, stuck in this space right now and I want to, um, just, and then tell them like what you need, tell them like what would help you feel safe in that moment. Um, my favorite thing to help myself feel safe is just to have someone tell me you're safe, you know? And like, that's like a very lovely thing to hear when you're feeling triggered or overwhelmed in any way.
1: Absolutely. Like, if we look at the research around, like, what makes for good sex for people, feeling safe with the person and feeling safe with the environment is at the top of the list. And if someone's experiencing deep trauma, I didn't say it right. I'm sorry. Um <laughs> Uh, certainly creating a space where it's it's safe. There's another really interesting thing about crying that happens for people. So there can be people who've experienced, men and women who've experienced sexual trauma in their past and they think they're through it and they start having sex with someone at the beginning of the relationship and everything's fine. And then they get closer to another person. They get more vulnerable with another person. Their intimacy grows with another person. They're feeling closer than ever with this new partner. And then that closeness is sometimes what taps into the pre- previous trauma. Um, So just as you're moving through your life and engaging in sexual experiences and making friends and dating people, um, there's there's processes that happen, right? And sometimes crying and most of the time crying and sex is going to be that joyful process. Sometimes it's going to be someone had a bad day or something emotionally is, you know, going wrong on, you know, in a short acute period of time. And sometimes it's going to be, how do I cope with experiences of the past? And the closer you are to a person, the more likely you are to get into some of those past experiences. So, um, Just because you're in a relationship and sex starts out one way, and then all of a sudden there's some trauma and tears, it doesn't mean that you did something wrong. Most of the time, it means you probably did something right. You're close enough to this person where, you know, they might not even know that they need to talk about it or that it's not completely resolved. Um, So you've sort of been the key to help them. So when those tears come out, do what Spring said. Let them know that they're safe and let them know that you will help them and let them know that that. All, the, all of your emotional resources, you know, and all of your intimacy and the vulnerability that you're sharing with them are going to help navigate what's going on now so that the next time they're tears, maybe they're happy ones. And if they're sad, ones again, that's also fine, right? If they're like tears from trauma, um, they're things that can be resolved. They can be worked on and you can heal from what's happened. So yeah. anything else that we really need to say about crying during sex?
0: Yeah. I want to just talk a little bit more about it from the partner's perspective, like you oh, were yeah. just starting to bring up. So like, if you are there and, um, your is crying or they're laughing or they're just like, you know, anything that is unexpected is like coming out. Um, I want to say to you, don't take it personally. Right. Like it is, um, you know, this is a time of like big expression, you know, when you're having sex, like you're feeling things through your whole body, you're moving energy. And so like, when, you know, somebody makes a noise that is unexpected to you, um, just check in with them. Like you don't, you don't need to judge it. You don't need to judge yourself. You don't need to like be worried. Just be like, Hey, what's going on for you right now? (laughs) Like, because, um, sometimes you just need a little words to help explain and to understand what's happening for someone. So, um, you can just do like, is that good? Is that bad? Like, do you want to stop? Like, do you want to keep going? You know, just like do a little check in. Um, and then, you might want to talk more about it later, but like, you know, in that moment, just check in, just see where everybody is. Everything is okay. And then, um, trust that trust what your partner tells you. So, you know, if someone starts crying, like while you're having sex and it like, and you're like, Hey, do you want to keep going? And they're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, then <laughs> trust that, Like, you know, like it's, it's okay. So yeah, that's my, um, that's my advice for, for the other person involved is to, um, just do a little check-in.
1: I mean, it is, I, I can let you know from personal experience, it is a little bit traumatic where you think you did a good job and everything seemed great. And then someone starts laughing. Um, not laughing at me he wasn't laughing at me he was just that overwhelmed sense and it took me a little while to get used to it so if it does happen to you if someone starts crying or laughing um during or after sex like your discomfort is also valid but like spring said vast majority of the time it's not because of the things that you're doing it's because of their body and what they're experiencing like it's not your fault um Certainly if somebody is having some of those tears from past traumas based on a specific action like spanking or dirty talk, avoid that for a little while until you have some real time to talk about it. Even if they loved it during and then they hate it after the fact, like you need to have some conversations surrounding um, what that what that looks like, because you don't want the sex to be damaging for you either on the other side. Um, But overall, crying is really healthy, natural, normal during sex and not during sex. If you're crying all the time, if you're crying every day, if little things in life are getting you crying, then you should probably find a nice therapist to talk to to help you figure out what's going on with those emotions so you can channel them to something a little bit more positive. But if you know, once a week you need to slam your face in a pillow and have a really solid cry to just let some of those emotions out. Crying is healthy. Same thing during sex. Totally fine. All right. (laughs) <laughs> well thank you for listening today everybody um, if you have any stories about crying uh, during sex or laughing during or after sex we'd love to hear from you on our social media we'll be putting some posts out about this uh, we'll put, put put some questions up so we can get your feedback we're really active on our Instagram um, we're at the sex rap, that's W-R-A-P um, if you have any questions about this episode or any other questions about sex or relationships or sexual health we'd love to hear from you you can email us we're the sex at gmail.com you can DM us on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook at the sex rap and you can call us at 413 rapid. Thanks for listening everyone. Bye.
0: For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too af-
1: Music for this episode provided by the ever elusive and mysterious brake master cylinder The pod A sonic universe